Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steeler Nation? It is Eula and Most on a Friday noon, and you know what that means, baby. Time to take you inside the electric factory, man. We got a beautiful two hours of paradise. It gets no better. It is the penultimate show. To the Steelers game on Sunday, so I'm excited about it. I got a chance to drop a penultimate. But you already know, man, we like to have our show be fully, you know, interactive. We we want tweets. We would take calls, but we don't have calls right now, so we like <laughs> tweets, all right? But if you know what you know and you're part of the Power Grid like my Power Grid people are, mm. you know, this is how we get into the show, man. You got to tweet the show, and mine is at the body 52 The body. Or you go to at Wesley Euler. The good hair. And that's how we do it, man. So uh, with that being said, what's good, my brethren? I'm fired up. I'm jacked up. It's a beautiful Friday out there, Motsi. I got to tell you what. Um... I went to leave the house earlier, you know, about oh, what, about 90 minutes or so ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I was wearing sweatpants, ah. and I opened the garage, and I stepped outside, and I was like, wait a second. Mm-mm. I was like, it's, it's uh-uh. high 70s, baby. Not I went so back fast, inside, my friend. I said, you know what, this might be the last time I could wear shorts for a little while here, at least comfortably. Ran back inside, threw some shorts on. It is a beautiful day here. We got college football tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We got Steelers, Texans, a big one on Sunday. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm fired up to get into it. And we had football last night, so you know I'm yes, extra we hype. We had football and LeBron. So, yeah, you already know how I'm vibing out. But One man. of us might have uh, won a little cheddar off a parlay involving did, the uh, Did the you Dolphins. just say parlay? Parlay. Was a parlay <laughs> present last night? Dolphins and Lakers. Uh, gambling problem, call 1-800-WES-EULER. Um, yeah, no, I I should have texted you to get you in on it, too. But, you know, I got my, my little D-Gen chat with the buddies. <laughs> and I said, fellas, I'm feeling really good about the Lakers and the Dolphins tonight. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little uh, little cross-platform parlay, a little cross-sport parlay, if you will. I like it. Um, but, yeah, so it was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a good sports night at the Euler House last night. But that one was uh, – it was more entertaining on Thursday night last it night was. than I expected so, so it to be. So far, man, we've had three really good Thursday night games because I'm counting in the opener. Chiefs and Texans, yeah. we learned that last yeah, week. absolutely. But, yeah, we've had three really good Thursday night football games. And I'm not going to lie, out of the three matchups we've had thus far, this was the one I was the most skeptical about. Hmm. And, honestly, it probably shouldn't have had that type of skepticism because we said, man, the Jacksonville Jaguars look good in uh, week one getting that win over the Colts. We said in week two, man, they had a really good game, man. Lost it at the end. But, you you know, it was, and then with the Dolphins, the Dolphins have looked really good those first two games against the Patriots against the Bills. So we should have had an idea that it was going to be good. Yeah. But I was doubting it, man. I was very, very skeptical of it. I was like, man, this is about to be, you know, toilet bowl September version right here, man. <laughs> but, but like I said, it worked out, man. It was a good game. And shout out to the Dolphins, man. Uh, yeah. Are, are they good? Are they're they not. Good? They're not bad. They're not bad. You're right, but I'm like, are they good though? I'm trying to think because they looked really impressive last night, and last night was probably the first game they went into. Well, yeah, it had to be the first game mm-hmm. they went into favorited this season, man. I think so. Yeah, I, and like I said, man, they I they, they look good. sharp though. Start to finish, they looked really good, man. I thought that Fitzpatrick, aka Fitzmagic, aka my original quarterback. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, that he started out sharp, man. Looked really good, man. Had command of the offense and things like that. And it was on the road. 
And it was on the road. Wasn't in that far, but it was still on the road. There were some fans there down, down there in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. All three hundred of them. It yeah. was a, it was a entertaining Thursday night game. It was, and yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know he's good for a few of these performances every season. Oh, absolutely. I mean, man. almost perfect on the day, right? I think he was eight. 18 for 18 20. 18 for 20, yeah, for yeah. Uh, 160. It had two touchdowns. P- plenty, I mean, of, they, f- plenty of bet boost opportunities, man, if pl- you wanted to believe it. <laughs> plenty of bet boost opportunities. He ran for a touchdown as well, too, didn't he? Uh, I think he ran, yeah, he ran it was for like one. like a goal yeah. line. Yeah. yeah, ran for one. Because I think that's kind of when I started. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. well, I can flip back and forth between the basketball and this now. Because, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I think you're absolutely it was like, right. He made it like 28-7, I think it was at the time. Yeah. Um, You know, I... <laughs> Mozi, you'd be proud of me. I mean, you know, my dear wife, Morgan. I, I joke. This is obviously a joke. I've got her well-trained. I mean, Thursday nights, Monday nights, she knows. She's like, all right, what football's on tonight? What do, we, what do we have to watch? It is. So, you know, so she gets home from work yesterday, you know, comes in the house, you know, kiss. Hey, babe, how was your day? And she goes, all right, what what game do we have to watch tonight? What's on tonight? And I was like, you know, honey, I was like, I don't really, like, I was like, we'll flip back and forth and I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. But, but when it started, I was like, you know what? I was like, this isn't bad. This is entertaining. I, I, I watched more of that game last night than I thought I would. Without a and doubt. And I mean that in a good way. Without a doubt, man. For me, wifey knows anytime I have one of my former teammates playing, and that's the only game one, she knows I'm going to tune in. But she also knew LeBron was on. <laughs> so she knew it was going to be one of those, all right, he might watch, he might not. I don't really know. But, yeah, man, Fitz started so fast, it made me get more engaged than I like I said, more than I wanted to, honestly. But, yeah, it, it worked out really well last night. And I thought that was good for just football in general, man. And, and sometimes, like I said, you need that on a Thursday. Yeah, three for three. Yeah. Um, and I tell you what, it's going to be – because knock wood if you don't talk baseball. Hey, we don't uh, do that now. But baseball playoffs start next week, I think. Listen, we're not worried about the playoffs. We're trying to tank to get that number one overall pick, all right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all we worried about. Don't get me started on that. The That's Pirates, all we worried about. The Pirates, when they were staring down the number one pick, I forget his name, but this sick pitcher from Vanderbilt. Now they want to start winning games, but let's not. Let's right. leave. That's, that's completely shiny don't, silver. Don't even know how to tank right. It's all good. Next next week, Arthur Motes, we're going to have NBA Finals, mm-hmm. Stanley Cup Finals, mm-hmm. football, mm-hmm. Monday and Thursday, mm-hmm. and the World Series. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. I mean, Can't I'm wait. getting – the hairs on my arms are standing up just thinking about it. We All that time we spent in sports purgatory, it's paying off now, baby. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Sometimes you got to stay down before you can get up, man. We are officially up, and I love it. We pay but our dues. I was going to say, too, man, in, in the uh, – as we're talking about guys being up, man, looks like David DeCastro could potentially be up yes. this weekend, man. Um, practiced for as a full participant for the second time this week. That was huge because obviously he's been gone the first two games, hasn't practiced since he hurt his knee in a training camp going into that last week of the uh, last week of preseason mm-hmm. and everything like that. Man, that's huge though. That is huge, Big man. Time. We understand that Kevin Dotson came in and played, you know, a, a great game in terms of from what we expected from him. His first start. Must win game early in the season because right, like, we already know every game right now. If it's an AFC team, that yeah, you got to win those games. We know that. But seeing man with uh, David DeCastro coming back, his impact, his veteran leadership, yeah. man, his overall productivity that he's had for how long now, man, I- I'm excited about that because with this with this offense, man, we said at the the first two games it's been inconsistent, right? They've looked good on the offensive line, they've looked bad on the offensive line. Now you're going to get one of those key pieces back, though, man. One of those key guys who's been a part of this offense for how many years now, a man? Absolutely. I mean, all, essentially. Multiple-time all-pro, pro bowler. Yeah, this is going to be a huge, huge boost for this offense, man, and I'm excited about it. Uh, me too. Uh, 
arguably the best offensive lineman on the Steelers, right? Ahead of the year, you could it's it's him or Pouncey if, if you're having that argument with all due respect to the other guys, obviously. They're the ones with the with the all pro nods and the in the Pro Bowl selections. It's it's huge to get sixty six back, w- without a doubt. Um you're happy what you've seen from Kevin Dotson. And it's not for him like, oh well, you know, I had my opportunity and now you're going to need Kevin Dotson at some point this season. You just are, Arthur Motes. Zach Banner is not going to be back this year. Uh, big whiz. Who knows? We're still kind of waiting. Uh, but it doesn't look like – it looks like, part of me, he's going to miss a little bit of time. The Steelers are going to need Dotson at some point. We talked a lot about coming into this year, and we have, honestly, uh, going back a, a long time, uh, dating back to the Mike Munchak era, about how the Steelers always seemingly have more depth than anybody else at their offensive line group. It's why the Steelers uh, can cut a guy like Fred Jackson, right? And then he gets picked up and becomes a big addition for another team mm-hmm. when he was eighth or ninth best offensive. I mean, that's how deep yeah. the Steelers have been over the last few years at offensive linemen. That was kind of negated a little bit in the beginning of the season, right? When you lose Banner, when you lose uh, Wisniewski, yeah. and when the Castro's out for a couple weeks, when you lose three offensive linemen, all of a sudden you're looking around like, all right, we got our five guys that we still feel pretty good about. But other than that, we're getting a little thin. This is good. Uh, you, you're going to need Dotson still at some point this season. You obviously want the Castro back. He is one of the best guards in the National Football League. We all know that. And it, it couldn't come at a better time, too, because Arthur Motes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. While we know the Steelers have had 100-yard rushers, a 100-yard rusher in each of their first two games, mm-hmm. Benny Snell against the Giants and James Conner against the Broncos, I think we can also all agree that the run game has still left some to be desired. And DeCastro will help in that regard, certainly. Yes, without a doubt, man. Um I like how you put that, man. It is left something to be desired. It's just, Friday. I'm just, feeling just nice. A little bit. You know? Yes. I mean, we'll, we'll kid, kid gloves are. I'm, I'm with you gloves. on that. I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, man, seeing him being a full participant both of those days, man, I thought was huge. And yeah, we we know what he is from a running game standpoint. Like that's the beauty of this thing, man. We we know he's gonna help out immensely in the pass protection, but when it comes to the running game, man, he's the guy they love to pull. He's the guy that whether he's pulling or point of attack, he wins. It's clear-cut victories when he's on that Victory. offensive line, man, in terms of his position, man. So, for me, I think that's huge. Another guy that um that was a full participant yesterday, man, Deontay Johnson. Remember, he missed practice on uh, Wednesday. Obviously, he's dealing with the toe injury, but to see him back as a full participant yesterday, we know what he means to this offense. We know how electric he is. Um, We talked about in terms of targets. I think he's third right now mm-hmm. in the league behind mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm drawing a blank on the other guy, but – yeah, when, when you're, you're thinking Amari about – Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah, Amari Cooper, yep. But when you're thinking about Deontay, man, and what he brings to the offense, getting both of those guys back. And like Huge. I said, yeah, yeah. And, and granted, like I said, Deontay hasn't missed any games, but the fact that he wasn't practicing definitely always makes you nervous because that's how this whole thing started with the cash show as well. So seeing him back, man, I, I think that this is going to be really, really good. And, yeah. and I think you needed this game too because the Texans, and rightfully so, the Texans are better than what we've seen these first two games. From Certainly. an offensive and defense, uh, offense and defense standpoint, Certainly. they are a more complete team, and in particular, the Texans' defense up front. You talk about a JJ Watt, Whitney Merciless, and then on the back end, they do have guys in terms of Bradley Roby, uh, Vernon Hargraves, Justin Reed, and guys like that. So, yeah, you're gonna want to have our guys being a lot more healthy and, and at full strength. I feel like that's everything that plays into what we have going on, especially this week right here in this matchup. And on Thursdays, too, especially. I mean, everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you don't, you know, these are part of the things that we like filling you in on. Thursday's the day you want to keep an eye on the practice report. Absolutely. Now, there are definitely, obviously, there's there's veteran guys, right, that 
they can be limited on Thursdays, they can be no-goes on Thursdays, and they'll still play on Sunday. But for the most part, as Arthur Motes and his decade of NFL experience can attest to, if you're not practicing on Thursday, that doesn't uh, that's not a good sign Correct. for your availability on Sunday. So, yes, uh, DeCastro, full, and, and that's the thing, too, DeCastro and Deontay, both. Full, not full limited. participants, full. not limited. That bears very well that not only are they good to go on Sunday – I don't want to say they're 100% because, you know, after the first week, nobody's Never after 100%. training camp, nobody's Correct. 100%. Um, you've said that on the show here very many times before. But if they're good enough to practice full participant on Thursday, that means they're healthy enough that I, I they're not going to be hobbled or be a liability out there on Sunday. No question, man. No question. Thursday is the key day for practice. So, like I said, seeing those guys being able to return, man, I think it's huge. Yep, it's really huge. Now we're gonna have to keep an eye on Juju. He hasn't practiced mm-hmm. uh, at all this week right now, but that's maybe the the glass half empty yeah. on the. But, uh, but on the, the thing is this though too with with Juju, he falls into that veteran he, category. Yeah. So for me, I want to see if he's out there today and what is his capacity? Is he full? Is he limited? Today would tell me a lot about Juju. Now, if this was Deontay Johnson. Now I'm concerned because he doesn't have the same type of veteran. Right. Uh, he he hasn't been here that long it's only to where second year as correct. opposed to fourth year. I mean, right, that's a big difference. Absolutely, and fourth year with a lot of football played and too. Also, let's think about it too. This is Deontay's first year with Ben. Right, and Juju has had multiple seasons mm-hmm. with Ben at least. Deontay, this is kind of his first year, and they've talked about that, and we've seen that. Yeah, they still, you know. They're in the same book, in the same chapter. They just could, you know, maybe be on the same page a little bit more. Absolutely, man. But, yeah, for me, man, that, that's why, like I said, with Juju, I'm not as concerned that he didn't practice so far this week because I know for him, if he's out yeah. there today, he'll be good to go in the game, man. But that's just the beauty of the season, right? <laughs> the the, the injury report is a whole story right now because <laughs> it's legit, man. And, and yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, real quick, Don Juan called me out on Twitter. I just did the thing that, that – uh, that uh-huh. I do all the time. Yes. Uh, Fred Johnson, not Fred Jackson. Yes, because yeah, when you said Fred Jackson, I'm over here like Buffalo Bills. That's my boy. Yeah, Fred Johnson. I yeah. mean, you know, Marcus Peters, Jason Peters, okay. Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. See, shout out to Don Juan. I was going to do it Grace. I was like, I'm going to just wait till we get off air and then I'll say something about it. No, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, don't want to be that I, guy. You know, I lean into it. All right. Yeah. I mess up names all the time. Yeah. I was like, all the time. I was like, Fred Jackson. I, I, I called Daniel Fred. Jones, the Giants quarterback, Daniel James, because Daniel James is a footballer from uh, Manchester. United, all right? I mess yes. up names all the time. I like it. It's one of the Euler things. It happens. All right? It happens. If you don't like it, I mean, yeah, mean, I mean, you, mean you, tweet me or do something. Listen, man, it's, it's other <laughs> it's other things you could be messing up on, so it's okay. No, but I like yeah. I mean, Don Juan's cool. Don Juan's cool to correct me. He's mm. been, uh, I mean, he's one of the OG uh, power grid megawatts here. I mean, I'd rather we correct you on, you know, the, the, the right and wrong name versus you not going to get the ball on an onside kick with you having to leave with how many seconds left in the game. You know what I'm saying? If we're really going to pick, if we're going to split hairs with this whole thing, that's all I'm saying. It could be worse, right? It could be way worse. I mean, don't get me wrong. In the words of Mike Tomlin, I should be finding a new excuse. You know, I should be finding a new problem. I'm going to seek comfort for you, though, so don't worry about it. But at least I am consistent. Yes, very, very true. The best ability is availability. Absolutely. (laughs) Consistent like a, a number one at McDonald's. No matter where we're at, but you got it, man. Big Mac. Boom. They might make it wrong. They might forget the tomato, but it's okay. At least you know it's a Big Mac. Those new spicy chicken nuggets at McDonald's. Speaking of McDonald's, Arthur Mose. In the hot sauce. Don't play with me. Don't play with me, man. Don't play with me like that. Folks, real quick behind the curtain. Arthur Motes, you know, he is in almost every aspect of life is an incredible influence. All right? On me, on anybody else there. When it comes to work ethic, when it comes to family man, when it comes to just being a good person, Arthur Motes is right there. 
Except for he always tries to bring me down with this fast food stuff, all right? It's like my biggest kryptonite is fast food. Moats knows it. And I mean, he just loves to tempt me to, you know, get Listen, out of here man. in an hour and 45 minutes and there's a McDonald's literally a quarter mile down the street. Hey, hey, you know, they got the double drive through. It don't hurt, man. They're going to get you what you need. That's all I'm saying, man. But listen, we're, this is not a McDonald's show. This is a football show. And with said football show, we do have bills to pay. So, man, we're going to go to break, man. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Steelers offense, man, and their defense, and man, and what we're most excited about going into this week three matchup against the Houston Texans. It's Euler Motes on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yeah, baby. Euler and Motes, baby. We are back from that break that we needed. (laughs) (laughs) And we're feeling good. And that's all that matters today. I mean, speak for yourself. I mean, you know I could, we could probably just gas bag this whole thing for two hours. But, I mean, we definitely could have. But I mean, but then how would we pay the bills? You're right. Mm-hmm. And then for the listeners, like, if they're driving and they just got there and they needed to get out the car to that's go true. inside to turn the radio back on, like, I'm trying to be a comedy. And that's why I said we got the Fantastic break that we all point. needed. You know what I mean? You're we making all, great points. Because it's a we. It's not a me. It's a we. You're making, you know? you're making great points. Yeah. So, so that's why it was the break that we all needed. And we feel better from that. Because whatever you needed to do during that, you know, however long the commercials was, now you're back. <laughs> so it's all love, and we appreciate you. That's what we do do. It's like I wish uh, at the movie theaters, like movies had it like a just a quick intermission, you know, almost like a like a oh, player. Like like if you're sitting man. there for like the three hours and ten minutes See, of like Avengers, I think like, we, I just we I just need five minutes to go use the bathroom and refill my popcorn. So, I don't want to miss anything. So so let me tell you why we differ on this. Number one, I, once I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Like, if I went to the bathroom, I did everything I needed to do beforehand. I got my snacks I needed beforehand. Mm-hmm. Don't interrupt my action. <laughs> but I always take my family to, like, the uh, the theater. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not, like, the movie theaters. Like, I'm talking, like, the the like the bit in them. You know what I mean? Right. Where they have, like, like, like play, Broadway, Broadway theater. theater. Yeah. yeah. And I hate the intermissions. Do you really? I absolutely. Like, I get so into what I'm watching. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, that's the end of this act. <laughs> Going to take a, t- a nice five minute break, and that is the great duality. Of I'm this like, show. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, now I gotta leave because I feel like if I sit in there, I'm like a loser because I'm just sitting here, everybody else <laughs> moving around. So I feel like I gotta get up and go somewhere. I'm over here like, hey, 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 uh, Gray, do you want to get some candy? All right, let's just go. I- I'll get drinks, and then you gotta hurry up and rush back because if you don't come back before the intermission's over, now you're stuck. Now you gotta wait till another break. I don't want to do that either. I feel too much pressure. It's too much that I don't need at that time. And then once it starts back up, I, it feels like I got to get back. Like, oh, what just happened again? All right, that was what's going on in that scene. All right, now I'm back good. I don't like the choppiness of it, man. Let me just keep going, man. I like I, I like the interstate. I feel like if we get in the midst, I feel like I'm driving on the regular streets. Oh, 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 stoplight. Oh, it's another stoplight. No, no, no. Just let me just go. Just let me go. Yeah, and then there's me. <laughs> I need to use the bathroom. You know, I'd love, I'd love to grab another cocktail. <laughs> like, well, I'm coming That's a great out. duality, of man. You gotta love it, man. You it's gotta like, love it. Carter and I had a funny conversation on the show yesterday because uh-huh. um, we got a question. Something on Twitter. Someone asked us about something related to drinks. I think it was was me asked us a question related to drinks. And uh, Carter, say that again. What did you ask? 
<laughs> me. Uh, no, that's me on Twitter with an exclamation point. Of course, me. me. Uh, people are gonna start thinking that that's like our burner account. No, that's right. really someone on Twitter that tweets us with the name me. All yeah. right, big listener. Exclamation point. On exclamation the end, point on the end. Um, Carter uh, shared that he never drank alcohol until he was 21. Really good self control by him. And I said, yeah. I said that's the uh, that's the great duality of the show. And then there was <laughs> there was me. I got got busted at the Dave Matthews concert at age 16. For wow. Drinking. So, you know, we just that's what, we're trying to cover all of our bases here. You know, hey, man, that's, that's what you got to do. That's man. all we're trying Bring to do. Variety, man. man. Just cover those bases. Absolutely. And speaking of covering bases, man, we got to cover our Steelers bases, man. And we're we're gonna talk about. What we're looking forward to the most, man, from our offenses matchup and then from our defenses matchup. So for me, man, you know I'm a defensive guy. It's only right that I start on the what side? On what side of the ball? D. No, Damn. the offense. Come uh, on, man. It's tri- Friday, man. Let's there. feel good today. You all right? set me up there. <laughs> you, you, wow. yeah, that was, you see that, folks? That was the classic windup right there. I mean, he's getting good at this radio stuff. Yeah, man, because I'm thinking about this offense, man, and I'm excited. Um, the reason why I'm excited is this. Number one, with our receivers that the Steelers have right now, we've seen in these first two games, they're continuing to get better. And with the the absence of preseason, with the absence of all those offseason reps, they're learning on the fly. They're building that rapport on the fly. And I just think the more we're going to see them in stadium, the better they're going to continue to yeah. get. Man, we're seeing that with two weeks with Chase Claypool, how he's proven to be, okay, a, a legit deep threat. We're seeing two games right now with Juju Smith-Schuster, who's been productive in various ways, whether it's running out the, or whether it's running out the catch, whether it's extra hustle, whether it's his awareness, you know what I mean? Or if it's just his finish on sure. certain plays. Seeing that, I'm like, man, I'm loving what I'm seeing right here. James Washington polished he looks a lot better now that he's in year what this is year three for him now this is crazy yeah, how time is flying man i remember when he just got in the league and then with deontay johnson we're seeing even though he's had some hiccups he's still been dynamic with the ball whether it's mm-hmm. been in the offense or as a returner so man when i'm thinking about that that has me so excited because man just the more these guys get game reps the more opportunities they get to be in the stadium together i just think man the sky's going to continue to be the limit for them man i agree i you know, I heard this cliche a lot, Motsi, and I'd be interested to get your take as, as someone who, again, a decade of NFL experience, no big deal. Um, you hear this particularly, I think, more about college football than the NFL because in college there's no preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hear it in the NFL, too, that offenses take longer to get going than defenses. It Absolutely. just takes more time. Usually the first two weeks of the college football season, lower scoring bet games, the under. bet the under. It's a little bit ugly on offense, and then they figure it out. You see that to a lesser extent in the NFL, too. Is that true in your mind? It does take offenses a little bit longer to gel than than a defense. Yeah, without a without a doubt, it does. Um, offense, you have to be more precise in terms of all of us on the same page, all of us knowing, okay, this is that, but it has to be at this depth. Hmm. You have to run this draw at seven yards. You have to run this draw at five yards. It's a lot more particular in terms of your landmarks, pass protection, things like that. Whereas on defense, it's harder because it's more reactionary, but it's a lot easier to install. In terms of, all right, I'll give you a call. We're, we're running uh, a tight Sammy 33. Okay, tight front. We know what the front is. We know, okay, strong side. Okay, that guy's blitzing, the strong side linebacker. And then from there, we're playing cover three. Now, the rest of it is just I got to react off of what the offense is going to do. That's the tough part of defense. The call part isn't that hard. The assignment part isn't hard. Right. The execution is. Right. Whereas on offense, it's the other way. Offensively, man, you can scheme certain things up, and as long as everybody's running at the right depth and doing it at, at the exact point where it's precise, man, 
executing it is a lot easier because you know, okay, I just got to run seven yards, stop, turn around. Sure. I'm not getting the ball. I'm setting it up for the guy that's running the nine <laughs> rope behind it, yeah, me. Yeah. But I just got to make sure I'm at seven because that's going to be further than the linebackers, but just in front of the safety to make him have to hesitate for a mm-hmm. second. That's going to give so, my guy the half absolutely. step that he needs. Yeah. So is that, that and that's why on offense it's a lot more difficult early on. And, and we always see this during OTA period. This one it would typically show up the most. OTAs, you come out, defenses typically dominate the OTA period because they're able to, like I said, just react. Make a call, react. Whereas on offense, you could just see, okay, the time wasn't right. If this guy runs his – if they're supposed to run crossing routes, but one guy's a little bit late, you don't get the crossing effect, right. and now both DBs are I mean, able to stay with their guy. Right. Or, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot more of that, a lot more of those um, uh, finute – details and things sure. like that detailing your work yeah absolutely that, that are associated with offense whereas on defense you said it's a totally different element of it because it's more reactionary and stuff like that but the more this offense gets to go the more this offense gets to run this stuff full speed because practice full speed and game full speed i hate to say it no, i know different. i know we always say oh man you gotta make them both the same listen man i played football since i was four years old man <laughs> till i was what 30 years old yeah it don't matter how hard our practice is, it's never going to be like the game. And I think that's any sport, I Yeah, think. it's never like the game, man. You can't replicate that same intensity. You can get close. You, you get can close, do things, but it's... But it's not the same, yeah. man. And I just think, man, that's the biggest reason why, with this offense, they're continuing to grow and continuing to get better because they're getting to see the timing of it. Ben is getting accustomed to the receiver's game speed. You think that's not a difference, man? Understand, okay, man, this dude runs a lot faster on Sunday than he is in practice. Or this guy, this happening a lot faster than what it is in practice. Everybody's getting adjusted to each other on offense. Everybody's getting adjusted to the timing of each other on offense. And I just think, man, the more they get these opportunities, the better they're going to be. We've seen some teams now in these first two games, it's been, <laughs> it's been a little shaky. It's been, been a lot worse, you know what I mean, in terms of, they're not even looking like they have a glimpse of hope, not even a glimmer of it. Right. Whereas with this right here, though, with this Steelers offense, we've seen flashes of brilliance. And then we've seen some inconsistency. But it's still definitely, in the words of Coach Tomlin, Arrow pointed up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too. And and that's good. I love that analysis by you. That makes a lot of sense when you break it down that way. And like I said, that had been something that I heard a lot. And, and again, you see it. I mean, you do. You just, anybody who watches and follows football, there's the few exceptions, right? There's the teams like the Chiefs that have a ton of continuity and the Ravens that have a ton of continuity that have been lighting it up last year. But that's just not the case for the majority of offenses. It takes a little bit longer. And uh, I'd always heard that as kind of a cliche, but I'm I'm glad to, uh, to, to you know, to hear a, uh, a guy with a decade of NFL experience say it as well, too. Well, you know, I feel <laughs> like it's only right, man, to, to, to just back up what you already know. I just give you the little – it's kind of like that, that – that, teacher student release where you just pat him on the back like yo that was a good job right. I'm proud of you right. and sometimes you know like when you come back from the new school year you just need a little reinforcement of that's what it. you might already know that's it yeah. hey, listen yeah. man virtual school just started we only three we only three weeks in our <laughs> school year baby we we just getting started as well so yeah. so don't trip all we're right? gonna have some school today at one o'clock as <laughs> absolutely well too. but before we get to school at one o'clock you know what it is man on a friday Uh-oh. end of the first hour it's Wait, only one Thing that we do. I mean, I gotta warm up my uh, my golden pipes over here. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> here we go. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. You gotta love it, man. So look, when we come back from break, you know what it is at the end of the first hour, man. Our guy, mm. Wesley Ewan, mm. week three rendition. Here we go. 
I cannot wait, man. It's Julian Moose. Get those prediction tweets in, too. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. I just wanted please, to remind people. Please, please, get the prediction if you, tweets uh, yeah, in, If man. you tweet us your prediction, Absolutely, uh, by man. the time we go off air, we will read it. Game we prediction, will, anything man. else. Uh, we got a couple already, so get, get those in. in now while you can. Get them in. At the body 52 The body. And at Wesley you. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. not the highway into the danger zone. It's the highway into your little remote zone, baby. The power <laughs> grid, baby. It's the electric factory. Uh-huh. And he's your little remote if you don't and, know. And real quick, speaking of uh, electric factory there, uh, Amy just tweeted us. What up, Amy? And she said, I'm listening from Oregon. What is the electric factory? Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Sounds like we might have picked up on a new listener. Me likey likey. So the electric factory real is... Simple. Our two hours of paradise, <laughs> it's our man. Our two-hour show. It's two-hour show, man. That's what we do. Um, Steelers Blitz is what it's formerly called on the Steelers website, Steelers.com. But once you get into that, we like to call our show the Electric Factor because we have a lot of electric, a lot of electricity, a lot of energy on yep. our show, um, a lot of bells and whistles. We like to keep it fun, lighthearted, man. But we give you that deep dive, and we got that. We piggyback that off of um, one time David, who's our yes. Photoshop, our resident Photoshop uh-huh. extraordinaire on the show, Amy. Um, he photoshops all the the show promo pictures and videos and everything that we do. Puts those all together. He one time in the early days of this show. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was, but I think it was like he 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 tagged us as a it was either like a WWE tag team something, or something yeah. like that with like high electricity was the caption, and then we turned that into the Electric Factory. So yeah, it's just a nickname for the show because mm-hmm. Arthur Motes and I are both really energetic. We're really yeah. loud. We scream and, then, and we get fired up. We there's plenty of energy to yes. go around on this show. So that's where the term Electric Factory. And came then from. you'll also hear the playoff of our Electric Factory is. The power grid. The power grid. Which is the people that listen. So right now, you're listening. You're part of the power grid. So, Amy, welcome. Welcome I to mean, the power grid, I mean, whether you like welcome. it or not, welcome. Um, you know, terrible towels are on the left. Um, you know, the... Yeah. Uh, Red Bulls the, on the right. The, the dart boards with the, uh, with the Ravens logo on it are in the yep. back. And, um, and remember, everything is defense first. That's right. And, uh, you know, make sure French fries uh, go on everything when, you, and, when you're putting your food plate together. And special teams matter. <laughs> in, in, in the electric factory. Special teams does matter. So, and one of the things we do that leads to the Electric Factory moniker, yes, is we sing on Fridays. <laughs> my man Wesley Euler right here on Friday, he does his own rendition mm. of the Here We Go song. And he makes sure it's a, a diss track, too, because this is always a diss track. It's a diss track to the Texans, man. So, <laughs> here we go. Week three. We ready? Wesley Euler, Texas diss. Let's do it, man. I'm ready. I'm waiting on you. All right. Week three edition of the Here We Go song, Motsi. Um,. I had to put some thought in. I mean, I put thought into all of them, you know. No, you but you don't, man. Sometimes you just wing it. That's not true. <laughs> I am the consummate prepared professional. Nah, man. You said you don't even care sometimes. You just show up. Lots, just of, ref- for the best. lots of reference here, you know. Uh, a big quarterback, big-name quarterback for the Texans, uh, a fellow family member for the Texans. whole lot that I uh, try to chew on and fit in here, right? So mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, here is our Here We Go song. Week 3, Houston Texans edition. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
Laughing Motes. I'm jacked up for this one. I'm excited. Here we go. You know, I feel like we've been rushing these a little bit. Like, I could let it breathe for a second yeah, first before breathe, we get man. right into it. Cheer to and we cheer to Stellars, the black and the gold. Uh huh. They are this town of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Because we always skip that part. Steeler Nation uh-huh. has the best radio host. It is. We all listen to Euler and Mates. All right, here we go. Yeah! 2-0. And just getting started. We just getting started, baby. New York and Denver, the dearly departed. They gone. On Sunday, we add to the list. Oh, yeah. Those Houston Texans ain't ready for this. Here we go. We don't even like Cowboys, Texans, Cowboys. What are you? What are you? You're the little brother of Texas, man. You're nobody. And let's be real about it. You can't be a Texan. You should be the Houston Bulls because that's y'all are. It's a bull. Verse 2. Let's do it, baby. Verse 2. J.J. Watt, yeah, he been a beast. He aye, he aye. But this weekend, he's loved the least. Oh, yeah, take that arm bangs we out of here. We all know where Mr. and Mrs. Watt stand. They ride with the Steelers, the best dang team in the land. Here we go. We only like Derek and TJ on the subway commercial anyways. Uh. That's how we feel about it, man. You know it's black and gold over everything. Mm. Unless you come out here next year, which mm. you can do. But if not, we don't care. All right, final verse. Got to finish go. strong. Let's go. Hope that Watson is ready to run. Oh, he's going to be running all right. Going against our defense. That can't be fun. Woo. I'm scared. Back to Houston. Oh, and three. Mm. While Pittsburgh stacks another victory. Victory. You know what it is, baby. You know what it is. Texas, we don't care. <laughs> With your big bull, it doesn't matter because this Steely McBeam is going to knock the bull out. That's what we do to Texans. We don't care. It's still a nation over everywhere, baby. Oh, and JJ White, we don't care about that brace. That's played out. It was only cool five years ago, man. Take it off. Your elbow's fine now. Let's go. Pittsburgh's gone to the Super Bowl. Hey. Arthur Motes. I love that song. Man. There it is. I love that song. Week three version. Uh, nice dope diss track right there, man. Sometimes you got to let them know. Did I go too far by telling JJ he's going to be loved the, the least this weekend? I mean, uh, no, he is. In the, uh, in the words of Lizzo, right? Yeah. Truth hurts. I mean, it's like that, man. <laughs> just got to roll with it. Yeah, Deshaun Watson in there, J.J. Watt in there. You know, I tried to, I was thinking about working in a, like a Bill O'Brien and a the Dion. Unfortunately, though, Arthur Motes, uh, this will come as no surprise to you. What rounds with point shaving? <laughs> O'Brien and Hopkins don't really rhyme yeah. with much. I mean, nah. Watt, that's easy to rhyme. Mm. Watson, pretty easy to how, rhyme. How do we rhyme with sabotage? <laughs> Double agent. <laughs> So there it is. Get those reviews in, right? I want your, I want your, uh, your Rotten Tomatoes or let, whatever. Let know, your, man. your Spotify review. Listen, it's either a five star or it's a one star. You either love it or you hate it. All right, there is no in between. Period. I meant to tell you, by the way, I, I was looking uh, at our podcast page uh-huh. uh, on Apple Podcasts here. Ooh, okay. Shout and out. Um, I'm, lo- I'm going to pull it up right now. We some people were abiding by that rule, actually, Arthur. Mo, hey, but not I like everybody. It. So we have 42 reviews on our podcast. All right, uh, well, okay. I mean, the show—you know—the show is podcast. It's yes. not our podcast. The show is uploaded every day. And Correct. maybe for Amy or for any new listeners who are unfamiliar, um, if you miss parts of the show, if you can't catch certain things, if work schedule, whatever things happen, uh, just subscribe. Subscribe, part of me, to the podcast Steelers Blitz wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the show is uploaded daily there, commercial free. Mm-hmm. Arthur Motes, 42 reviews. Okay. 
38 of them are five star. Ooh, That's pretty good. Okay, I'll take okay. that. That's pretty good. Uh, we got decent. two. We got two three star reviews and two one star reviews. There we go. Now here's the thing, right? Is that some people write with their reviews. You know, like you can either just leave the star review right. or you can actually comment. Of everybody who comments, we're all five stars. So nobody has ever commented that's left three or one stars. Okay. So I'm thinking that the people have left three or one stars. They're not really show listeners, right? Because normally if you leave a negative review, you explain what you didn't like about it. Correct. Because think, you want them to fix I think we just got some. I think we just got some haters out there. Well, you know what a wise man once told me? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping? That's what they said. <laughs> I buy by that rule. <laughs> Do we got a hater? I need one. That's all right. That means we're doing something right, right? Absolutely, man. Everybody can't let <laughs> you. That's just how it goes, man. But I love I love when you do the Here We Go song, man. It really gets me fired up on a Friday. That's when I really feel like, oh, yeah, we're here now. Yeah, like, me it, too. It's, it's time. Me too. And, yeah. and we're getting the prediction tweets rolling in. That makes me feel like it's Friday, it, too. Man. Keep those tweets coming in, man. We need all the prediction tweets, man, because, yeah. That that adds to at the it end does. of the show, man. When we get to ringing them off, man, that's always fun. And man, you know what? So I'm gonna save a lot of the I'm gonna save the prediction parts of some of these tweets for the end of the show. Okay. But we do do a lot in the last segment, right? Because we do predictions. Yeah. We do show show me the money. We sing as well too. I mean, it's your fault. You so we'll take some of these show. other like some of the the not the questions that are not related to predictions. We'll take some of these as the show goes along. And the aptly mentioned me chimes in here. Mm-hmm. Westman and Doctor Motes. Uh, with the prediction, we'll read that later. But with, as always, me with a three pack of questions. Oldest T-shirt in your collection? Mm, oldest T-shirt in my collection? It probably would be a Reebok Buffalo Bill shirt. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, actually, yeah, that is. Um, I have a, a special teams. So when we were in um Buffalo, our special teams coach at the time, I. Oh man, Bruce DeHaven, God rest the dead and everything like that. But uh every week he would pick the special teams player of the week. Okay. So whoever goes out there in the game and balls out, you get this T shirt, it's Reebok, got a Buffalo Bill with shades on, a crossbow behind him, like it's dope, right? So I had one me one my rookie year. And I kept it because it was dope. And then obviously when he passed away, I was like, from the sentimental standpoint, like, right. it's cool to hold on to it. But, shit, that's definitely the oldest shirt I have. Other than that, man, I've definitely, like, I just did, like, a cleaning, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I do I, that a lot, too. Yeah. I am, I'm the op- – whatever the opposite of a pack rat is, that's what yeah, I am. Yeah. After a certain amount um, of time, I have to, like, I got to get rid of stuff, man. But I have – it's sweet. It was my grandpa's. Um, he gave it to me when I was in high school. I like or, it. Actually, no, in college. When the pi- when I was in college and the Pirates had their resurgence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2013, 14, 15. Um, my grandpa gave me this shirt. It's an early 90s Pirates shirt. Mm. And it had, you know, like Bonds and Van Slyke and, and all yeah. those guys. So that would be the oldest. It's like a, it's an old school. It's I think it's from 91 when the Pirates won the division. I like, like the it. last time the Pirates won the bleeping division. Yeah. Um, that would be the oldest t-shirt in my collection. That shirt's, it's almost 30 years old, I think, just like me. That's <laughs> uh, tight. Me also wants to know, best Steeler player on Sunday will be blank. Mm, best Steeler player on Sunday Bud oh, Dupree. No, no, no. I'm going TJ Watt. TJ's going against Titus Howard. Um, or sorry, yeah, you're right. I yeah, got that backwards. Absolutely, so I'll yeah. go TJ Watt as well, yeah, too. Yeah, TJ going against Titus Howard. Titus former first round pick from a year ago. Um, but didn't play a lot. He played eight games last year, had an injury. I think it was a meniscus. Ends up missing the rest of the season. Uh through two games, really good against the run. Struggles a little bit against the pass, though, man. And we know with TJ Watt, that's what he specializes in. So, yeah, I'm looking for him to feast in a big-time way, whereas on the other end, Bud, Bud has Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil is he's, he's a top three tackle in his league yeah. right now. So, yeah, 
I, it's not an indictment on Bud. I just don't see him having that type of impact this game. But now if he does, let, let him go out here and do one of them. If he does, just go ahead and run the checkup even more. So I'm hoping they do run the checkup. But other way, <laughs> but either way, man, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards TJ. I just think he has the at more favorable point, matchup. And Deshaun likes to hold the ball. Mozi, at this point, the check's been run up, so he might as well keep running yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, just, just keep running it up, man. <laughs> keep running it up. Uh, last one for me. Uh, how many pairs of shoes does Joe Hayden have? <laughs> oh, Man, Joe is like hundreds. No, he he he's close to a thousand. Yeah, yeah. We we talked about this. He's close to a thousand. Like he's he makes you look like light yeah. work. Yeah, because I know for me, I have close. I'm at four hundred. I'm in like the four hundred range. Okay, and but he's I, probably double. Yeah, and I know he's definitely double me. Yeah, a ton. It's a lot of kicks. Yeah, man. he he. If he's not at a thousand, he's like right on the cusp. Yeah. But he's close. Uh, Joseph says, "Here we go. Week three review. Thirteen out of ten. Best one so far." <laughs> We're just trying to get better every week. Hey, week. man, it's the little things, man. A wise man once told me a great show is a whole bunch of doing the little things right. You ain't lying. We're just trying to do the little things right. And one of the little things we got to do is get in and out of break. So with that being said, we're going to go to break right now, baby. So this is Euler and Motes on SNR. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steeler Nation. How are you doing? Fantastic. Well, that's miraculous that you're doing fantastic because it is Eula and Motes. It is the top of the second hour, and we are in Pittsburgh, and I'm so excited because it's game week. It's game week. Uh, the last show we won a game. I mean, you're excited about that, but I know why you're really excited here. Talk for about what it. we got coming Talk up about here it. in a few seconds. Man, we got this thing coming up here, baby. <laughs> a little five-star Friday. Yeah, Arthur Motes. Uh, I'm so excited. You know, for those unfamiliar, because it looks like we've picked up some new listeners this show, why don't you just tell the people real quick exactly what a five-star Friday is? All right, so on five-star Friday, what happens is this. I list my top five key matchups to watch out for in the game come Sunday. And these five matchups that we're going to highlight will dictate the Steelers' success. And, yeah, I'm pretty much shooting close to 100%, man, on my yeah. keys. Having an impact on the game, man, in terms of the wins and losses, man. So uh, that's what it's, I do. It's always five of them. It's always on always, Friday always. or the day before our last show prior to the game. It's always on that day. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we do it on Monday if the Steelers play on Monday, if they yeah. play on Thursday, It'll sometimes on Thursday. On Thursday. Right. Although this season we will not do it on a Thursday because I yes. I, I don't I, I could be wrong. No, I'm definitely right on this. I don't think we'll be doing a show on Thanksgiving before the Steelers game. Um, yep, real simple concept, right. right? I'm still getting used to that too. I told you this is weird to me. I was like, why not? What's wrong with Thanksgiving? Then I was like, oh, I guess it is Thanksgiving, right? I mean, I'm still going to be working on Thanksgiving. It's part of the DVE broadcast. Yeah, I'm I'm used to the profession where we don't get holidays, so I'm not. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna accept it though. It's cool. Two things you got to accept: holidays off, uh huh, and hypothetical sports conversation. Come on, son, we ain't doing that. So Arthur Motes, he's I'm not cool going to tell you. He's not going to tell you his prediction of how this will play out because we'll do that, you know, about 40, 50 minutes or so uh-huh. from now at the end of the show. But what he is going to tell you here is the five matchups that will determine the outcome. Whoever wins more of these matchups is going to have the much better chance to win on Sunday. Real simple. It's a five-star Friday. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup! Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it!
Five Star Friday! Matchup number one. Man, you love to see it, baby. Yes, you do it, man. Let's start this thing off right, man. It starts with our offensive line, man. The return of David DeCastro is going to be huge. Obviously, Chooks played in a big-time way last game. But, yeah, they got to minimize the impact of J.J. Watt. We know what J.J. Watt is, man. These first two games, his impact has been felt. He's leading his team in sacks. He's lead, I think he's leading his team in tackle for loss as well. He, he's very, very productive, very disruptive, not only in the pass game, but in the rushing attack as well, man. It's going to be pivotal that our offensive line knows where he is every play because he'll line up anywhere, anywhere he thinks he has the most favorable matchup. That's where he's going to line up yeah. at. So sometimes you'll see him at, lined up over the uh, over the right tackle. Sometimes you'll see him lined up over the left tackle. Sometimes you'll see him lined up over the guard. Sometimes he's lined up over the center. Everybody's going to get an opportunity. Play your game. Trust your fundamentals. Don't allow him to do what he does best, which is, yeah, everything. Which is, which is <laughs> play football, right? <laughs> I like yeah. it. I like it. Minimizing J.J. Watt, certainly. And it's I like how you – because it's not a specific matchup. It's no. going to – it's going to take everybody's hand in the pile for that Tr one. Trust me, you're going to see him lined up everywhere, man. Last week against the Ravens, he predominantly lined it up as a left DN and then as a right three technique. So, yeah, that was a whole another element of it. Just make sure, like I said, across the board, man, every offensive lineman on the Steelers is going to get the shot this week, man. So make sure you're prepared to go versus him. I dig it. I dig it. I had a feeling that that JJ might show up yeah. on this list. Five-star Friday. Matchup number two. And it's great that we're talking about a, a, a Watt brother because I got to talk about the other Watt brother. Mm. Not Derek. I'm talking TJ right here, all right? But it's the pass rushers in general for the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt. You have to finish your rush on Deshaun Watson. You're going to get opportunities to hit him. You're going to win across uh, their offensive line. They have some talented pieces. They have some high pedigree pieces. We talked about Titus Howard, a former first-round pick from a year ago. We know Laramie Tunsil is a top tackle in the NFL. For some reason, though, across that line of scrimmers, though, they're not playing with great continuity. They're not playing with great togetherness. And ultimately, they've allowed a lot of pressure on Deshaun Watson. Our pass rushers, you're going to get those opportunities. What you have to do is corral Deshaun Watson. When I say finish your rush, don't win and come in on a bad angle. And when the batting we're talking about is, yeah, if you're coming off the edge, you want to stay on the upfield shoulder of the quarterback. Mm -hmm. If he's still on the upfield shoulder, all he can do is step up. If you go on his inside shoulder, even though it's a quicker route, you're going to allow him uh, an escape lane. He's going to be able to escape the pocket. And once he gets out the pocket, he's extremely dangerous. So with that being said, all my rushers, man, interior and exterior rushers, you have to contain them. You have to finish your rush. If you do that, man, that offense cannot move the ball. They don't have any semblance of a running game it's just not happening right now because they're getting dominated up front man and that's going to be the biggest thing in my opinion come uh come sunday got to uh have deshaun watson scrambling right mm, finish all of them gotta finish gotta him, gotta, ha gotta have gotta have him running for his life all over heinz field mm -hmm. five star friday matchup number three all right, man, now we got to move back to my other position. You know, that interior linebacker position, man. And it starts with Devin Bush and Vince Williams. Last week, man, they had some really good plays, and they had some not-so-good plays. But what I do know is this, man. The Texans, when they get into the high red zone and red zone area, I'm talking 35-yard line and in, as if they're about to score, that's when Jordan Atkins and Darren Fells, their two tight ends, become the highlights of that offense, the, the focal points of that offense. Devin and Vince. You're more than likely going to be matched up with those guys in the high red, in the red zone area. 
you have to win that matchup. Yeah. These guys aren't overly fast. They're not overly athletic. They're nowhere near the two Titans you've seen in week one and two between Evan Ingram and uh, and Noah Fant. Yep. They're nowhere near the running backs either of a Saquon Barkley and a Melvin Gordon. This is a matchup you have to win, especially in the red zone, because that's where he wants to go. That's where Deshaun likes to go with the ball once he gets, like I said, in the condensed area of the field. Now, they haven't had as much success as they would have liked to have had thus far, but that is where they like to play their big-time ball at down there, man. So if Devin and Vince can take those two guys out in the red zone, man, yeah, it, it, it'll be money. I love it. I love it. It's uh, you know, we it's funny. We we talked a lot about uh, Devin and Benz from the Broncos game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna be paramount here uh, in the Texans game as well, too, for sure. Arthur Mose, for sure. Five Star Friday, matchup number four. I'm talking to the man in the mirror. Oh um, yeah. I'm asking you to communicate better. Still as DBs. <laughs> yes, still as DBs versus still as DBs, man. We gotta communicate, baby. These first two games, we've seen explosive plays given up, not because of personnel, not because of lacking of physical ability. No, no, no. It's strictly been communication-based. We've seen numerous images now, these first two games of play given up, guys looking around at each other like, whoa, was that you? Was that me? Was that you? Come on, man. We got to be on the same page here. This Texans, this Texans wide receivers, this Texans passing attack, they aren't scary on paper they don't have enough to win but they can be extremely productive if we miscommunicate brandon cooks running the deep overalls we talked about on monday the different people that have to communicate in order to effectively eliminate that play if communication isn't sharp that will that will kill us we don't need that we do not need that that. so still as dbs just talk pre-snap communication and the the rule the, the the golden rule when it comes to defense if we're all wrong, we're all right. <laughs> but if one's wrong and three are right, now we're wrong, okay? Meaning this, if we're supposed to be playing cover four, that was the initial call, and then they motion from a three-by-one to a two-by-two set, yeah, we're going to cover three. But if we all don't get the check to cover three, just stay cover four, get us out the down, we'll be fine. We can't have half the field playing one thing and the other half playing something else because that's how you get guys running wide open, and that's mm-hmm. recipe for disaster, all right? So, DBs, still as DBs, communicate, baby. Talk to yourselves, man. Get the job done. And ultimately, man, live up to who you are. We know how good y'all are. Live up to it. I like it. I like it. That's something that I think, you know, and we do this in circles of people who who cover sports for a living, even when you're 2-0, right? You look for, okay, well, you know this can improve a little bit. Uh, that's There's been some of those conversations about the defensive backs through two weeks, and maybe part of that was just because, I mean, the just unworldly level that they all played at oh, last no season. Expectation is higher this year. Last it year, is. our expectations were very low. We didn't know what to expect from Steven Nelson. Right. Minka Fitzpatrick wasn't even on the roster at the <laughs> right. beginning of the year. Week three, yeah. Yeah, so without a doubt, we, we were kind of questioning it. And then we didn't have the pass rush like how we do now in mm-hmm. terms of two guys or three guys that you know, regardless of scheme, can just win. Last year, we were all just kind of like, all right, is that going to happen? And, oh, okay, it is happening. Great. But that that play, all that plays into it, man. So, yeah, the expectations is high. So, yeah, got to make it happen. I dig it. I dig it. All right, here we go. Get it right. Get it right. As I'm watching three Watt brothers on TV right now. Get it right. Get it right. Oh, wait. Are you telling me that all three Watt brothers are going to be? Oh, that's the first time I've heard of this. That should be my. Should that be a key? Well, you know what? One thing, because I don't want to step on your toes here. 
But I bet you they won't really talk about that much on the broadcast on You're Sunday. Right. I mean, they'll probably mention it once, and then that'll yeah. be it. I mean, it's easy to not know that it's three white brothers playing this Sunday, so that's what we'll let you know that it is three white brothers. But let's stay focused here. Come on, man. Get it right. Get it right. Man, 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 man. Five Star Friday! Matchup number five. By far, that was the best one you've ever done. But for this fifth and final five-star matchup, man, it's the Steelers wide receivers against these Texans DBs. Now, the Steelers wide receivers have the potential to be really good to great. They have that type of potential, man. We've seen flashes of it in these first two games. We know the more they play, the more in-stadium experience they get, they will tap into that. These Texans DBs, they're good, though. They're not great. They, they're, Their ceiling is good. They, they're never going to be better than good. But they are good, and this is going to be the best secondary that they have seen, the Steelers' offense has seen in these first two games. I concur. So this is a matchup that good on good or great on good, our Steelers wide receivers have to dominate this matchup. That was the expectation back when A.B. was playing here. Man, anytime we had a game and it was an elite secondary, it was an elite cover guy, whether it was Patrick Peterson, Joe Hayden at the time in Cleveland, it didn't matter who we're playing against. The conversation would be this, A.B., you have to dominate this matchup. This is great player on good player. We have to win this, and it cannot be close. I'm talking to you, Stills wide receivers, in the exact same vein. This cannot be close. This has to be the clear-cut advantage. Because right now, with the running game, we still are we, – we don't know what to expect from because we haven't seen – it flash of brilliance yet we haven't seen the flash of consistency yet sure with the wide receivers we've seen we know what y'all have been able to do we've seen that both in the short term and dating back to last year and the year before that this has to be a matchup that you dominate vernon hargraves can't keep up with us no justin reed can't keep with, no. can't keep up with us bradley roby can't keep up with us Okay, Eric Murray can't keep up with us as good as those guys are. And they, like I said, as a group, they are good. That's one of those situations where the sum is better than the whole. Right. But at the end of the day, the Steelers wide receivers are the far more talented, more explosive, more, just better athlete, more productive group. And that has to be the matchup that shines in a big time way Sunday, man. I dig it. I dig it. One more time, Arthur Motes. For those who might have missed or might just need to double check in their notebooks, the five matchups that will determine the outcome of Houston Texans versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Absolutely, man. It starts up front with the Steelers' offensive line, minimizing the impact of J.J. Watt. They're all going to see him because he aligns everywhere. Keep him out the backfield, baby. The second matchup. Steelers pass rushes against Deshaun Watson, man. You have to finish your rush. He loves to scramble around, man. You're going to get numerous opportunities to get back there. It's like chasing a chicken, man. Got to go get him. Got to go get him, baby. All right? Now, the third matchup, man, it starts with my interior linebackers, Devin Bush, Vince Williams. When you get into the high red zone, right, 35-yard line and in, 30-yard line and in, as if they're about to score. Jordan Atkins, Darren Fells, you have to minimize their impact in the red zone. That's where Deshaun loves to go with the ball once the field gets condensed. Mm -hmm. You take them out, smooth sailing. I like it. The fourth matchup, the man in the mirror. Still is DBs versus still is DBs versus still a DB. Excuse me. You got to communicate. The only plays y'all have given up this year, nothing has been based on physical abilities. Nothing has been because of a guy losing a step. It's solely been because of lack of communication. Guys not being on the same page. Communication not being as crisp. Lock it in, man. You communicate well. These wide receivers that the Texans are bringing in, they're not going to scare you at all. Just talk. Just talk and get out of there. All right, and the fifth and final matchup. Steelers wide receivers 
versus the Texans DBs. We're talking really good players in terms of the Steelers wide receivers and the potential to be great versus the Texans DBs that are good, not great. Okay? Can't be close. You have to dominate that matchup, Steelers wide receivers. You dominate that matchup, man. Everything that we want to happen will happen on Sunday. I like it. No better place. No better professor mm-hmm. or doctor, whatever you guys want. I mean, he's a professor. <laughs> he's a doctor. He's got it all going on. Arthur Motes, a little five-star Friday. Don't you love It's it? a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we in it. Oh, man, I just love when I get to do that, man. And when we come back, man, we're going to deep dive some more into uh, this Texans and Steelers yeah, matchup, kind of final man. final thoughts before we Absolutely, get to the predictions man. in the last segment. Absolutely. We got to do that, man. So I'm excited about it, man. Get your predictions in. Time's you, running out. I'm about to say, if you haven't got the predictions in just yet, you know how to do it, man. You got to tweet the show, man, at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Eula. The good hair. Come on, baby. You know what to do, man. Get those tweets in. We're going to break right now. When we come back, we highlighting this matchup some more. It's Eula and Mo. So on. SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, yes, man. Euler and Motes back in the building, man. And I'm excited, too, man, because it is time to really deep dive into this matchup. Oh, yeah. Just did my five-star Friday matchups, man. But it's always more meat on the bone. You know, that's, that's what Coach Tom always, always talks about, right? We're always. always trying to find ways to grow and get better. And we can't do that if we just briefly go over some of the things that is happening. Nah, we got to dive into it a little bit more, man. The minutia, if you will. Yes, indeed. And you know how we start, you know, when we're talking about a team, man. We talk about what first? Pittsburgh Steelers? No, no, no. We're, we're going to preview the matchup. See, you, you're, maybe you didn't give me the fault for this again. You're trying to wind me up. Man. No, you're no, trying no. to wind me up. I'm just asking you here, man. When we're breaking down a matchup, right? We talk about the opponent. You're trying to wind me up. What, what do we start with first? Do we start offense? Do we start defense? Well, specifically, we usually start with the quarterbacks. What do we start with on this show? On this show, we start with defense. Though, okay, baby. okay, okay. I like it. So that's what we're going to start with. The quarterbacks, man, and I'm excited <laughs> oh, about this he match. He wound me up again. <laughs> the old bait and switch. I tell you what. I'm excited about this <laughs> matchup, you man. You you talk about two quarterbacks, man. Um, obviously a ton of success between the two of them. Ben, I mean, all world, future first ballot Hall of Famer type. And then you got Deshaun Watson, man, one of the next generation of young up and coming star quarterbacks, man. Just recently got paid nicely. Yes, he did. Um, Handsomely. Yes, yes. And when you talk about the the new wave of quarterbacks, obviously you're, you're Russell Wilson, Mahomes, mm-hmm. Lamar, Deshaun's in that conversation with them. Absolutely. Man, this this is going to be fun, man, because both of those guys are elusive, but in very different manners. You know, For Big sure. Ben is more so you're going to get a chance to hit him, but you got to pull him down. Good luck with that. <laughs> And then with Deshaun, it's like, oh, you're going to get back there. But that dude, like I said, man, it's, it's like chasing wild chickens, man. He running all over the place, jumping, spinning, all type of craziness, man. But it, it, but he, He's all over. He is. He's all over the place. But I, I still feel, man, in this particular matchup, man, that the advantage still goes to the Steelers from the quarterback department. Um, the been there, done there uh, mentality. Also, when you look at the success that Ben has been able to have historically against the Texans in particular, against yeah. Bill O'Brien on top of that. Everything just points to Ben being able to be, you know, the winner in this particular matchup. And if he does do that, man, there is no chance the Texans win. The the only way the Texans win is if Deshaun, and this is barring injury, obviously, or anything just sure crazy sure. happening, right? Let's be clear about that. Right. But 
for me, man, when I when I think of Deshaun Watson, he has to go absolutely bonkers through the air, legs, play one of those type of games in order for them to be able to have a chance because they just don't have the personnel from a team-for-team team standpoint to match up with the Steelers, man. I think that that's their only chance realistically, man. Yeah, I think that's a good call by you. I, I'm i excited to, to you know, really watch Deshaun Watson. He's a guy that obviously is He's known around, around the God, league. Yeah, and, but you know how this is too. Like, it's – tougher for us on Sundays than if you're just kind of like just a casual football fan, right? Because we're specifically like ingrained with the Steelers game and a lot of mm -hmm. times what's going on across the league isn't always at the forefront of your mind when you're more, you know, focused on the hometown team, obviously. I'm excited to be able to focus on Deshaun Watson while watching the hometown. You know what yes, I mean? Like, yes, absolutely. And I'm man. very I'm very intrigued to see how they go about trying to negate a lot of the advantages that he brings to that yeah. offense, right? Like could they bring Marcus Allen into the fold a little yes, bit? That, that, uh, what definitely... do they What do they do with Edmonds? You know, yeah. what do they do with Devin Bush? Um, I, I'd be interested to get your thoughts on that. You think that we could see Marcus Allen get some spin this Sunday afternoon? Um, I honestly don't think so, just because right now we haven't seen enough of a negative to warrant hmm. that. We know Devin Bush in space can run with the best of them. So for me, if I'm if I'm Keith Butler and Coach Tomlin, I'm gonna need to see Deshaun not one time, but I'm gonna need to see him two or three times consistently get away from Devin in the open field for me to say, okay, let me look to another option in terms of bringing in a Marcus Allen. But honestly, the way my thought progression goes, Devin Bush gets first crack at it. If Devin Bush isn't working out, well, then I'm going to go to Terrell Edmonds because I don't have to do too much flip-flopping or switching of personnel or potentially isolating and making myself vulnerable to the run game if – you know, you bring in a Marcus Allen and having them playing in the interior. Sure, sure. Obviously, we playing opposite of Devin Bush, but it's different, man, stopping the run with Marcus Allen in there versus having Vince Williams in there. Yes. So I still would try to avoid that because they, they have shown they will run the ball. They will hand it off to David Johnson, and he is a good back. He's just not – he's never going to be great, in, in my opinion. I'm with you on that. I think that's a good. Uh, I think that's a good observation. And hey, you were a teammate with him, so yes. so you would know. And I think he is. He's he's healthier now than you know if the Steelers yeah, were seeing true, him man. later in the season. Very true. Um, so they're they're gonna have to be ready for that for sure. Yeah, but um, for me, man, Devin Bush first, Terrell Edmonds second. Both of those guys are great athletes. Both of those yeah, guys excel true. in space. And from a coverage standpoint, using one of those guys as the spy won't have a negative effect because typically Edmonds is the box safety, so hmm. he's used to playing in the hook area which is where your hash marks are or he's in the curl area which is where the numbers are okay whereas Minka is usually your deep middle of the field guy obviously you can go to cover two cover four and things like that but the majority of the time Edmonds is the guy that is playing more you know in the box more closer to the line of scrimmage and things like that so him being as a spy Devin Bush can still do what he needs to do or vice versa so that's the whole that's the whole thought process with that I dig it, Arthur Motes. I dig it. Um, interesting one from uh, TC here on Twitter. Uh, he says, when the Texans get down um, near the red zone, say maybe near the 35, would it make more sense to do what Baltimore did to Marlon their Humphrey. tight end? Yeah. Yep, Humphrey, and that's what he says. They put mm -hmm. Humphrey on them. We can't allow our interior linebackers to be on man coverage versus them uh, near the end zone. Your thoughts yeah. on that? Well, I, I, when I saw Baltimore do that, I definitely liked it a lot. But for me – I was a little frustrated with Deshaun Watson because if I see Marcus uh, Humphrey lining up on my tight end, that means that Brandon Cooks or Will Fuller is going against somebody other than Marcus Peters. So that means somebody out here is the weak link. That's the third. That's going to be your third corner on one of those guys. 
if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm attacking that matchup. I, I'm going to say you can't be right. So <clears throat> even though, like I said, it worked out for Baltimore, I looked at that more so as a fault on the Texans for not recognizing that. It's smart job by the defense. And, and trust me, man, if they continue to act like that, well, hey, it can't hurt to say, you know what, Mika? You go out here and take out uh, Atkins. Or, Joe, you go take on Fells right here because we know this is where they want to go with the ball. Right. <laughs> like I said, the only issue I have with that is when you start, when you move those DBs or those safeties to those type of matchups like that, if I'm the quarterback, and trust me, Deshaun's a good quarterback. He's he's seen this on film now. It's mm-hmm. not like yeah, yeah, last week could have surprised him. This week, he's not going to be surprised. that He's going to say to himself, look, man, if they move this guy here for these tight ends in the red zone, I'm going outside. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I didn't recommend that or didn't really say that for this matchup. But, yeah, man, Baltimore did it with Marlon Humphrey and was successful, man. He had a big time stop in the red zone, man. And they, yes, wanted, they wanted to go to him bad. So it was good, though, man. I, I definitely enjoy seeing that. Yeah, me as well. Um, we're going to – let's – maybe take our last break here unfortunately so, man I guess why are we always gonna take breaks man this is the part where and you know i like that we'll give ourselves a few extra minutes in the last segment because we got a lot to get it so this is the we part most when you gotta you gotta tease everything listen, and the man. last chance to get the tweets in and listen listen and get I got, that paper listen don't don't waste my time and we ain't got a lot of time right now all right so if you haven't got your predictions in for the game if you haven't got your tweets in for the show speak now speak hold now your you gotta hold your piece till time. monday at noon we don't want to have to wait that long baby so get your tweets in at the body 52 Dubai. at wesley eula the good head now listen all right so that's the that's 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 what we're gonna do we're gonna read tweets in that last mm-hmm. segment we also gonna sing again right we are we gotta run the here we go song we back do. texans week three dish edition that we, we do. gotta do that that's mandatory and the final thing we gotta do in this last segment Show me the money. Show me the money! We got to get the paper, baby, because we are true DJs and we want to make your pockets fuller. All right? <laughs> so we're going to go to break, man. When we come back, it's going to be jam-packed, baby. So without another second, it's you learn most on SNR. Let me tell you about a place Somewhere up a New York way Where the people are so gay Twisting the night away This is the Steelers Blitz With Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes On your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR Twisting the night away Twisting 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 Euler and Motes (laughs) Hey now They better be Yes indeed The only way to do it now Final segment, man. Oh, man. It's been an amazing Friday thus far. I hope our listeners like music, you know, like as much as they like sports, because if they don't, I mean... You're missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> we got a big music element to the we, show, we, baby. We, we drop gems, Especially baby. on Friday. We drop gems over here, man. But sticking to the music element, man, we don't want to waste any time. Jam-packed fourth, uh, yep. jam-packed final segment of the hour. So we got to get back into this. Here we go. Yes, sir, Arthur Week Motes. three edition, Texas this. Let's get it. Woo! Here we go. Here oh, we go. yeah. Feeling good about this one. Here we go. Ready to rock. Steelers, here we go. Oh, yeah. We're going to let it breathe for a second let again. Let it breathe. Like we did the Don't last rush time. You're going to let, let that bass line get into your system. Yeah. It's hard. Distiller Nation. 
has the best host. They all listen to a Euler emote. Here we go. Two and oh, and just get it started. We just get started, baby. New York and Denver, the dearly departed. Put a flower on the dead. And on Sunday, we add to the list. Because those Houston Texans ain't ready for this. Here we go. Y'all the little brother in Texas, man. Nobody cares about y'all. It's Cowboys and then people like the Spurs. Nobody even talks about you bums. And then the University of Texas. And then, and then it's the Astros and their trash, bit, trash can band, man. Come on, man. What are we talking about here? Bums? J.J. Watt, he been a beast. He been a I, he I. But this weekend, he's loved the least. Nah, man, T.J. and Derek over We all know where Mr. and Mrs. Watt stand. They ride with the Steelers, the best dang team in the land. Here we go. Come on, man. Out of the three, we only like T.J. and Derek in the Subway commercial. That's the only reason we eat Subway, baby. Not because of you. That elbow brace played out. Let's go, first three. Woo! Got to finish strong, right? I love it. All right, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hope that Watson is ready to run. Oh, he's going to be running, right? Against this pass rush that can't be fun. Scary. Back to Houston. 0-3. Oh, while Pittsburgh stacks another victory. Victory. Texas, man, y'all know y'all suck. Come on, man, y'all should be called the Houston Bulls. What is a Texan anyway? A Texan, a cowboy? I don't know what y'all are. Are you a, are you a bull or are you a cowboy, man? Which one is it? Either way, y'all the little brothers in Houston. It does not matter. Nobody cares. And JJ Watt got elbow brace five years ago, baby. It's played out. You not hurt no more. Your elbow feels just fine. You know what else is so five years ago? What's up? Thinking Bill O'Brien's cut out for this gig. Oh! <laughs> For which one, the GM or the head coach? <laughs> I'll be here all week. Good <laughs> wait, there's more. <laughs> all right, Arthur Motes, before we get to some more music and our, uh, our show me oh, the money, man. get that paper picks here. You ready for the tweets? You ready for the predictions? Uh oh. Uh oh. Let's what roll. We got? Let's roll through. Because I heard, I heard our trusted uh, good friend of the show. Oh, uh, we'll get to Mr. Backo in a few minutes. something crazy the other day. So yeah, I need to hear these predictions. But let's get to the people first. All right. Mav says Steelers twenty six, Texans twenty three. Mm, okay. Boz game winner as time expires. Mm-hmm. Antonio seventeen ten Steelers. Ben marches the offense down the field for a game winning touchdown late. To Claypool in the back of the end zone. I love oh. it when people get this specific Ooh. with the predictions. Ray says it's not Friday unless we hear the Here We Go song. Steelers 35, Texans 17. Loyal listener from Allentown. Ray, Shout we out. appreciate you, my guy. Zombie Mosh, 24 That's to 14 Steelers. It is. Uh, <laughs> um, also, are the Birds capable of beating Burrow and the Bengals? What we thinking? Hey, Stay tuned for just a minute and get that paper because yeah, that's yeah. one of the picks that happens to be we'll, on my list, we'll, Zombie we'll, Mush. We'll get to that in a little bit. Keith uh, says, what's up, guys? It's going to be a good vi- a weekend with a victory coming our way. 27-23, to 23, Keith says. Uh, Rudy, Steelers. Uh, and that was 27-23, Keith with the Steelers, obviously, say, yeah, saying with the yeah, victory coming, better, coming our man. way. Uh, Rudy clarify. says, Steelers 24, Texans 20. Minka with his first interception of the year. There Ooh, we go. Okay, need that. Uh, Danny says, Steelers 30. 31 to 17. They finally crack 30 points. Um, <laughs> let's keep it rolling here. Josh says, man, we got a lot of prediction tweets today. I love it. Josh says Steelers 27, Texans 24. TJ Watt, two sacks, a Minka interception. Another Minka interception call. Uh, Randy says, in a close one, Steelers pull it out 28 to 26. Give me an Ebron or a McDonald touchdown this weekend. Tight end touchdown this weekend is Randy's call. Uh, 
Let's see. Rebecca, the lit one. Lit, lit, lit. Says I give the song an 8 out of a 10 just because the Texans is a really lame nickname and Mozi can't do any fun animal sounds. I was going to say, what song? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, they got a bull as the, their mascot, but they have an eagle that flies in the stadium to get some Confu- going. It's confusing. Yeah, but then it's like. And then a Texan, and I think, a like, Texan, a cow, like, like a cow, like a, like a rancher. What are you? Maybe you should maybe, maybe you should have been doing some boot stomping voices you know there. I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> the boot scooting. I'm like, I don't know what y'all are, man. The get, identity crisis. Get down, turn around, trade you your know, best receiver like, to like Texans. Auburn. It's like Auburn. Are, are you the Auburn Tigers? Or are you War Eagles? What, what, what is uh, it? I'm with you on that. I, I don't know. I'm a War Eagle, War Eagle. But and also, tigers. like Alabama, you got an uh, elephant running around on the sideline. Why aren't you just the elephants? Right. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Uh, Rebecca also says Steelers win 21 to 17. Uh, let's see here. Any more? Any more? Oh, uh, me, because she had the questions, but her prediction time part was uh, she said, unfortunately, I'm not feeling it this week. Houston 27, Pittsburgh 13. Oh, my God. Ooh, she's really not feeling it. Actually, you know what? I don't know. For some reason, I feel like we found out one time that me was a she, but me, are you a she? I, mean, I don't remember now. I was going to say, you, y'all was bold. That was a bold move by you, man. Just, just go Because I feel like I remember that from the past, but then as soon as I said it, I was like, wait a second. See, for me, I don't even want to identify as like, what it, it's, it's me. Me is me. And uh, me me's, me's actual Twitter handle doesn't really give any, hmm, I don't know. Why can't you just let me vibe Maybe out? I was confusing me with somebody else who's like a, uh, an anonymous identity that we found out was, a, I'm confused. But anyways, me is not feeling it this weekend. 27 to 13. Texans, uh, me says. Greg says 31-19 Steelers offense breaks 30 for the first time. Defense, six sacks and two turnovers. Whoo! I tell you what. Uh, and then 18 has a big punt return touchdown as well. Kayla says here, 27 to 23 Steelers over Texans. Trenton says 27 to 17 Steelers. So a lot. I think a lot of that. A lot of you know Steelers in the high 20s, Texans in the high teens, yeah, low that's 20s. What, that's what it sounded like. Um, let's see if we got any more here. David says uh, Steelers 28 to 14. Also, good job to Motsi with the opening intro. He says the offense starts to click and Ebron gets his first touchdown as a Steeler. Well, I and appreciate you too, baby. Thrash says I hope this prediction doesn't make me lose my good friend of the show status, uh, but I got the Texans winning a close one 20 to 17 like you guys have alluded to all weeks the Texans are just better on another level than the Giants or the Broncos I'm looking here I'm double checking folks I think that's the last of the predictions up oh, one more here Russell says Steelers 38 Texans 13 Mm-hmm. If I missed your prediction I apologize that was a lot to parse through there uh, but Shout as always to you though man you, you held it down bro I try my best. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to represent the people, Arthur Motes. You do a good job. Not only man. trying to represent the people, right, but trying to get them a little extra spending money for the weekend. Hey, that's what we do. And how do we do that, Arthur Motes? Uh, you got to get the paper from remember. Got to get the right? paper. Got to. Show me the money. Show me the money. You know, I really, I really appreciated Ray's nice tweet about how it's 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 not a Friday until the Here We Go song. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Ray? To me, it's not a Friday until the NFL films music hits, baby. I mean, this is when we really get going. This is when we really start to feel it. Five games here, four. Get that paper for show me the money. And you know, I was burned last weekend, Motsi, because I picked a college football game last weekend, Baylor Houston. And that game got canceled because of too many positive coronavirus tests. So you fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, 
ain't gonna get fooled again. All right, so I'm picking five NFL games this there weekend. We go. I got burned by uh, college football last weekend. I went two and two on my picks last weekend. All right, so that Baylor Houston game would have put me over the top, but instead it got canceled. So we got five. NFL games this week. Let's get right to it. The Packers are traveling down south to New Orleans to take on the Saints, two of the heavy early season favorites in the NFC. The Saints are favored by four and a half points. Mm. Four and a half points. Now, mm. Arthur Motes, Arthur Motes, if this game was in a normal setting, right, and the Superdome was going to be the Thunderdome and New Orleans was going to have that advantage uh, and that place was going to be rocking, I might buy it. This line actually opened up at six and a half. What? Yes. On Monday, Sheesh. before the Saints game, right? You could get, before the Saints wow. lost to the Raiders, you could have gotten the Packers plus six and a wow. half. I got them plus four and a half. I think they'll probably win that game straight up. But we'll always take the points, right, just to be safe. Packers plus four and a half in New Orleans against the Saints. The Colts host the Jets in Indianapolis, and they're only favored by a touchdown. Could this be a sucker bet? Maybe. But sometimes I don't think you need to overthink it. I don't think the Colts will necessarily blow the Jets out like the Niners did Correct. last week. Yeah. But I think they win by more than a touchdown. Nine points, 11 points, something like that. Give me the Colts minus seven against the J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 and the Bengals. Oh, you asked, Zombie Mosh. But if you listened to the show last week, if you heard about the conversations my wife and I had, I am <laughs> I'm out on believing in the Eagles. But the Smart Bengals... <sighs> Plus seven and a half for Cincinnati, Motsi. That means, right, that the Eagles would have to win by eight or more points. Yeah. I see the Eagles winning, but I don't see that happening. I think the Eagles win this one by four, by five, by six, something like that, and it's never really in doubt. You know, maybe the Bengals score a late touchdown, something like that. But Bengals plus seven and a half. And again, if the game were in Philadelphia, give me some pause. You don't have those crazy psychos down there at the link. This is true. Bengals plus seven and a half. Eagles win a close one, but the Bengals cover. Now, this one, Arthur Motes. I'm interested to get your reaction on this I'm one because I think you're going to totally disagree with me. Uh-oh, uh-oh, And this uh-oh. is maybe the biggest upset pick that I've ever made here on the show. What are you about to do? I am money lining, not so not even oh, points. wow. You're not doing that today. The New York football giants You're not doing that today. are going to get their first victory of the season. Doing that today. San Francisco, let me tell you what they've gone through in the last seven days. Oh, boy. They you flew, still on this? They you flew to this? the West Coast on Friday of last – or they flew to the East Coast, pardon me, on Friday of last week. And <laughs> their, plane, their plane broke down and their flight got delayed by three hours. Uh-huh. Then they had to fly across the coast uh-huh. where, they, where they beat up on the Jets, but they lost their quarterback, their uh-huh. running back, your quarterback, Jesus' quarterback, your pass <laughs> rusher, their pass rusher. Everybody on that team got hurt, right? And then they went to the Greenbrier in West Virginia for the week. Beautiful place with awesome football facilities nestled in the rolling beautiful hills. Is that where the Saints do do their training camps? It is. Yep. In the Greenbrier, West Virginia, because they're playing, you know, in New York and New Jersey again. So smart move by the Niners there. They don't want to go back to the West Coast, change the time zone. You want to stay in New Jersey or New York right now either. Much nicer and beautiful scenic West Virginia (laughs) at the Greenbrier, baby. And, uh,. So, with all these injuries they had, they had to find a way to get MRIs done, Arthur Motes. I don't know if you saw this, but so Sunday they wanted to leave after the game to get to the Greenbrier. Mm-hmm. They had an MRI truck scheduled to arrive in San, or in at the Greenbrier Monday morning, yeah. coming from D.C., I believe, a hospital in D.C. Broke down. The MRI truck broke down. Of course. So, it's just been a heck of a week for the Niners. I think the Giants are scratching the surface for that first one. I'm putting myself out there, but we're getting big odds on this. Giants plus 180. Arthur Motes, they win Moneyline. Hectic week for San Francisco, waiting to get back to the West Coast. Listen, man, from a money standpoint, I love the bet. Those are the type of bets you make. Like the, the ones they, that they, you get really good odds Absolutely, back. man. Yeah. The odds are perfect, and the situation and circumstances do back it up. For me, I still think that the uh, 
the Niners find a way to get the job done. But yeah, if we're talking put money down, this you like yeah, it. You I, like my thought process, well, don't you? Well, because the thing is, like that's that's the thing when like it's the difference between betting and just who you think is gonna win this correct, game. Correct. Correct. From a betting standpoint, this is one of those low risk, high reward yes, type bets. You exactly. don't have to spend a lot of money to win a whole bunch of money exactly. on this. Exactly. Whereas logically, yeah, you can see a scenario where the Niners still come out and win because we we said the Giants have some issues. Obviously, and the Niners are Saquon. still a great team. Yeah. But trust me though, from a money standpoint. Yeah, you, you'd have to be you're a fool to not I'm, put money on that. up what I'm putting yeah. down. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so before we get to our Steelers predictions here, a couple last-second tweets that came in. TC says the Wattsburg Steelers 31, Texans 13. I see hey. what you did there. And uh, Richard says Steelers 24, Texans 10. I'm going to design T-shirts for the Electric Factory for y'all. Oh. Hey, hey Richard, now. you do that. Slide in the DMs. We'll, I'll get you an address, and we will we'll rock those T-shirts yes, for indeed. sure. All right, Arthur Motes, last but not least, uh, before we get to our Steelers predictions, yes, right? Yes, I know what you want to hear, what you missed out on yesterday, all right? So we got yeah, two predictions on the what, show what yesterday. Man got for me, man. Brian what, what? Backo and Chris Carter. Who's do you want first? Chris, my guy, man. Let me hear Chris okay, first, Okay, Chris says 27-19 Steelers. Okay. Close one, back and forth. I like it. Steelers pull it out. Chris goes 27-19 Steelers. Brian Backo. Uh-oh. Good friend of the show. This is my guy. I want to get Moats' reaction to and, this and one. I, and I will say this, too. I know last time that he came on when I had to be away for, for other endeavors, I was a little upset. This time, I, I, I was glad that he hopped on, we'll Keep man. it consistent. Yeah, because otherwise, man, I, I said it's selfish of me to put my desires over the power grid's <laughs> desires. So I just feel like they, they, he did the right thing by coming that's, on that's, the show. That's, uh, that's selfless teammate Arthur Motes right it's there, the, I tell you. It's the least you. I could do. And it's probably a good thing because you would have had it out for that Brian Backo yesterday because 36 to 29, he picks the Steelers? Texans. Whoa, whoa. So not only does he whoa, have the whoa, Texans what? winning, he's got our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers giving up 36 points. To the Texans? To the Houston Texans. He's talking about the 2020 Texans, right? Not not 2018, so not, not 2019. Not only does he have the Texans covering Arthur Motes, he's got them winning straight up. 36 to 29. Hold on, hold on. Maybe he doesn't know DeAndre Hopkins isn't there anymore. Oh, I, I, I made sure to double check with him. I think he's nah, good. That's got to be it, man. I refuse to believe that my man Backer would say that. First off, like I said, I don't mind you picking him to win. That's fine. 36 points, though. If they 36 score 30 points, bro. You know what? I, I do wish now that you were here yesterday so that because I feel like we could have had a good wager on this. Absolutely. I would love to wager this. 36 points, man. I'll cut my hair bald and still give up 36 points for this Texas team, bro. We've got like nine. they got like a little less than two minutes now or else I'd try like, calling Backo right now to see if he would answer to see if we could like, get a like, wager Like Backo, baby. Come on, man. Let, let's put a haircut on this thing. If the Steelers give up 36 points to this Texans offense, i shave my head bald. But if they don't, you shave your head bald. Right. See, that would have been great. Let's see if we can work this out, all right? We'll, we'll, like, get, it we'll get it tweeted out if we have a bet by the time This is crazy. This is crazy. All right, Arthur Mutz, so it's time for our predictions. Yes. I'll go, go first, first, man. I, first? I love to go first, all man. Right. And it's funny, man, because I've already heard my prediction, man. Shout out to the lit one. She might have looked on my, uh, Ooh, my, my, she was my answer your, key. She was yeah. stealing your game notes. But, yeah, man, 21-17, man. I've been feeling that since uh, watching the Texans on tape. I think that it's still going to be Steelers. 21-17. Yeah, 21-17 Steelers, yeah. The reason I feel like it's going to be close is because after watching the Texans on tape, they do enough to make you have to communicate a lot in terms of the pre-snap movement, shifts, and things on that nature. And we know that the Steelers' defense has been struggling from a communication standpoint. Then on the offensive end, we know our offensive line, even though DeCastro is coming back, that's still going to be another moving piece. And we aren't on the same page just yet in uh, J.J. Watt. He takes advantage of miscommunications. He had a sack off of miscommunication against the Ravens. And then that's not even counting just him being better. And, yeah, 
being healthy. We know what a healthy J.J. Watt is right now. I think he's going to have a good game on Sunday. So that's why I think, I man, think it's going to be I think all the brothers, Watt, are going to have good games too. on Sundays. But that's why I think it's going to be close. I ultimately think that the Steelers, that, that wide receiver match that I talked about, I think that they show enough to win, but I don't think they dominate it like we need them to. And I think that's why it's going to be closer than what we would like it to be. But ultimately, I got the Steelers coming out on top. Arthur Motes, we are uh, very similar here. Now, we didn't predict the same exact outcome as we did last yeah. week. Uh, but like you, I have the Steelers winning, mm-hmm. but the Texans covering that four-and-a-half yeah. point spread. Um, so you say 21-17 Steelers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's funny? We're so, I have 24-20 to 20 Steelers. 24-20 yeah. to 20 Steelers. Yep. So the Steelers win by four, but the Texans cover they with cover that four-and-a-half. Four yep. That's what I'm thinking – I like, it. I like it when we're on the same page Come here. on, man. The well. synergy is right, man. That's how you're supposed to be, man, when you're three weeks into the season. And hopefully our Steelers DBs in this offense can get in synergy as well with the communication. So, man, it's got to give a shout-out to the producer, man. He did a phenomenal job on the ones and twos, man, keeping us in order. I got to <laughs> stick this uh, our predictions uh, yeah, back man. up on the board here. You know, we all took the L last week, by the way. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Remember, we yes. these official predictions because it was a six and a half. Yeah, it was six and a half. So we all got the Steelers winning. Yeah, but we were all wrong against. We had them covering as well, which they did Absolutely, not. Absolutely, man. Shout out to to that late score. Back up on the board. Yeah, unfortunate. It's all right. We'll bounce back this week. James, running in, <laughs> please. <laughs> you know what's funny is that exactly what me, you, every God. DJ what are you doing? What are you thinking? doing? Just unless, run. Unless you were a DJ from Denver, right? Yeah, then you're like, like yo, take it, take it, take it. you, James. I'm like, James, run, run, run. Oh, golly. So, with that being said, we'll break though, it all man, down on Monday. Yeah, man, we'll break it down on Monday, man. Big shout out to the producer, man. Big shout out to my little man, Gray, in here, man. Virtual schooling yeah, up, doing a G. big boy job. And yeah, man, shout out to the Power Grid, man. Always tuning in, man. Keeping us yep. right. Thanks keeping for the us, tweets. We appreciate keeping us it. feeling great, man. So, once again, man, great Friday show. Ha! <sighs> Enjoy this matchup on Sunday. And you already know where to find us, man. You're 24 7, home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.